It all started way back when. Way back when a pandemic was what happened to someone else, somewhere else. Way back when no one would have ever predicted anything like COVID-19. This has been a reminder of our powerlessness and our ultimate reliance on God, that God is able and powerful. Way back when was six years ago. It's like someone somewhere saw what was coming and moved someone to do something. We, we launched uh, in 2014. And so today, we just kind of look back and say, it's very clear to us that God has uh, allowed us to go through some things in recent years that have prepared us just for today. Stories of Hope is a podcast about people who meet needs and change lives. In this episode, it started way back when a hurricane first tore a city down and then lit a fire under people to build it back up. The conversation started after Katrina when the churches of New Orleans, you know, they said, we really want to do something sustainable and tangible to meet the needs of our community. That was just, you know, coming out of Katrina. And so they decided that, you know, it's not right that there's portions of the city of New Orleans that don't have access to good health care. That was way back when there was a disaster and there were people going without. And then there were churches and then there were doctors and nurses and clinics. And then there was a pandemic. And now it's not so hard to see there was a perfect plan all along to put all of those things together in just the right place at just the right time. This is Stories of Hope, episode 36, for such a time as this. If you are from New Orleans, there's a very good chance you can identify these sounds. Hurricane Katrina hit here on August 29, 2005, and days later, volunteer teams were everywhere, cleaning out flooded homes, hammering tarps on roofs, and praying with families who'd lost everything. It went on like this for years, and as those disaster relief workers continually did what they did, what was bound to happen, happened. They met people's physical needs, and churches in New Orleans began to grow. And ultimately, this is what set the stage for what came next. For us here, Medical Missions is very much what we're doing today. Sean Powers is the CEO of what is now called Baptist Community Health Services. Baptist Community Health is a, is a medical ministry that was started by the churches of the New Orleans Baptist Association, and it was a direct result of the churches wanting to respond to a heart of helping rebuild the city of New Orleans post-Hurricane Katrina with the mission to advance the kingdom of God uh, through healthcare as a platform. In 2014, when they learned about communities that needed ongoing disaster relief, Southern Baptist churches in New Orleans got together and started a medical clinic in the Lower Ninth Ward, one of many New Orleans neighborhoods that was then referred to as medically underserved. We use the term medically underserved communities. Uh, that means communities that don't have good primary doctors, primary healthcare doctors, don't have community health centers, and if you don't have a doctor that you have a relationship with that you can access easily, people usually defer uh, the needed health care that they have 
to the point that it becomes a crisis and they end up in the emergency room. Back then, there were communities like that all over New Orleans, places where residents have no choice but to go to the hospital for a sore throat. And that's why it didn't take long for the churches that started BCHS to figure out one clinic in the Lower Ninth Ward wasn't going to be nearly enough. New Orleans is no stranger to hardship and difficulty. Jeremy Simmons is a Send Relief missionary in New Orleans. Some of the challenges in medically underserved communities are not just lack of, of doctors, but lack of transportation. A lot of grandmothers raising grandkids and, and single moms that are working multiple jobs to make it. it it's easy to forget sometimes to take advantage of, I can just hop in my car and go see a doctor or even teledoc. Um, there's the challenge of eating well, um, which often can cost more. Um, it's, uh, there's the challenge of time. And so there's a lot of barriers in place. Baptist Community Health Services is now five clinics in five New Orleans neighborhoods. The neighborhoods are all low income, but the clinics are all first class. You don't feel like this is a clinic where you go if you don't have options. This is a place that you'd be proud to go. And the doctors, nurses, and staff are all missionaries sent out by local churches. It used to be people would have to travel to Africa or to Asia or other places to be a medical missionary. But we're hoping to kind of redefine the perception to help people think not just about overseas as missions. Missions is here at home as well. So in months like this, our doctors, our nurses, our medical assistants, uh, they've been on the front line meeting with very sick patients, some of whom are, who have been COVID positive. And uh, I think that as we can point more and more people to Jesus, we can help them really find a true source of, of answer for some of those underlying fears that they're now facing that are literally life and death. It is in this city and in these specific neighborhoods where COVID-19 has been at its worst. They can't get health care, and then something like this comes along, and yeah, they're more affected than everybody else. Teresa Bovier has seen it. She's the chief nursing officer at BCHS. I've been in this medical community for 35 years. There are things going on in our medical community right now that I've never seen, you know, but it's because the volume is so high. There's this air of um, uncertainty. So that that burdens my heart. That just burdens my heart and kind of helps me refocus on the mission. So when I lay down at night and I'm about as tired as it gets, I think it's okay because we're, we're being the hands and feet of Jesus, even in the toughest of times. Teresa and the other nurses and doctors at BCHS are now seeing as many as 35 patients every day. It used to be not all of those patients would ask for prayer or a referral to a local church. But that was way back when, back before anyone had ever heard of COVID-19. I find more patients willing or wanting us to pray with them, yeah. Um, most of the ones that we see in person are as stressed as they can get. And I would pray that through this time that our patients, um, and especially those that don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, could see Jesus in us and that they can look back on this and say, you know, the people that really helped me out when I needed it were those people over there. Now then, there is help and there is hope for people in New Orleans who need it most. No one ever plans for a pandemic. 
And yet, the doctors and nurses at BCHS see proof that someone, somewhere, knew what was coming, and then put them here for such a time as this. I think any time we go through a crisis, it, it becomes kind of a, a memorial, a, a milestone. And I think as we look back kind of in the sovereignty of God and, and His activities in the kingdom, we're going to be able to look back and say, praise the Lord for His goodness during this season uh, when much of the world was in crisis and turmoil. And, uh, the church was there. The church was living out its mission and lives were being saved. If you'd like to find out how you and your church can send relief to those most affected by the coronavirus pandemic, go to sendrelief.org COVID. If you'd like to learn more about Baptist Community Health Services, you can visit them online at bchsnola.org. That's bchsnola.org. We'll continue telling stories of how believers are meeting needs and sharing the gospel in this age of coronavirus. But on our next episode, sometimes when you're going through a crisis, It helps to hear from someone who's already made that journey and come out safely on the other side. First week or so, you do as much crying and praying as you do anything. But we're in it for the long run, and it's one of the greatest things I've been a part of, to see God work miracles in people's lives. People in Borgard, Alabama, call it the day the world stopped. We'll tell one church's story about what God did on that day and on all the days that came after it. That's next time on Stories of Hope. And finally, if you'd like to hear more stories like these, you can subscribe to the Stories of Hope podcast. When you do so, you'll automatically get a new episode whenever one is released. Go to Apple or Spotify Podcasts and search for Stories of Hope. We'll be back in two weeks with Stories of Hope.